Hey, this is Michelle Robinson from the Michelle Robinson Band. You're listening to Third Pod Music. Third Pod Music. Starts now. My bosses, the powers that be, the, the ones responsible for all this madness that is Third Rock Music Center, Greg and Angela Gammon. That's right, we've got them both here in the same room. Despite you, usually, if you've been to the store, you've seen them running around like chickens with their heads chopped off. So thank you guys so much for joining woo, us. Woo. Yeah. I know it was a pretty far walk for you to come over here to. Yeah, well, well, usually when they're same room, there's, there's a bed in it. That's right. You know, that's another podcast. But then <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a different audience. <laughs> so I, I, we, were, we were talking about the different things we wanted to accomplish with our podcast. And I, and I think a lot of people want to know how we got to be here. Like not as the human race. That's, a, that's a, and yet another podcast. But how did Third Rock Music get to be here? And I wanted to dive in with Greg first because Greg's been in the music store business. What do they call it? Do you call it something in the, in the music store business? You guys called it? Uh, well, it's Combo. Combo. Yeah, and that's guitars, amps, drums, PA, sound systems. So take us back to when you walked into a, a certain store, a retailer, Buddy Rogers, if you will. Remember. We can say that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, in, in high school, I played drums. And my big thing was building drum sets, cutting grass at my neighbors and saving up the money and getting on the trading post and buying drum sets and refinishing them. I remember the trading post. Yeah. That's all gone that's now. That's dating you. You could, you could, yeah, you could do that. You could buy like it's on, snow tires. It's on paper. Yeah, you could buy about <laughs> anything. Paper. Yeah, and the, you wheeler, would, the wheeler dealer. And you would go to strangers' houses and <laughs> they wouldn't look at you funny. They would accept you warmly. And that, those were the days, you know. That's right. trusted true. everybody. But... Um, no, I, I, I played drums. I got kind of good at it. I was all through high school, played drums mostly, and I started playing keys in my senior year of high school. And, and I got into Conservatory of Music downtown playing drums and hated it. I couldn't stand all of the vibes and marimbas, so I switched to composition and became a theory major, specializing in electronic instruments. And that kind of led to... Well, I know a lot about these things, and then what? Then we, then we, yeah, in various bands through college and high school, playing out and traveling around the Midwest, and then I met up with Jeff Pence. Uh, got, also went to Little Miami High School. Not to name me. drop, but I mean, no, Jeff was yeah. Later on, became you know one of the two blessed, blessed union. union of souls, yeah, with Elliot. And um, but before all that happened, we uh, had a dance band and we did the Holiday Inn circuit and was running around and with Mike Mitchell and Dave Robinson and. And uh, Bruce and, and Seacrest and his brother Mike and Cece, Cece Thomas, who's yeah. another big guy. He's out there in L.A. now, uh, yeah, you know, name dropping again. But uh, great bands That's good. that we, we had. Love the, yeah. Any name drops you forgot, we'll take Yeah, them. Rashida. Yeah. She was our singer yeah. uh, in the band. And she, you know, she went on to be with Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul mm -hmm. singing backup for some of those. And she actually posted a, something over the other night with her uh, backing up uh, Janet at, on Saturday Night Live, which was kind of cool to see that. Um, she kind of still looks the same, oddly enough. I don't, the rest of us don't, but she, she, your hair was she longer. My looks, hair was, I had hair. She, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we had all that. Um, and, uh, then I met my wife. She came to a gig and, uh, totally and then, chaperoned. Yeah. So were you, uh, were you working at Buddy Rogers? No, I was okay. still on the road. You met your wife time, before Buddy Rogers. Playing keys, doing sequencing, you know, all the MIDI stuff. I'm just wondering if she would have married you if she'd have known you were going to take the road of, of a music store person. Music store person. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, that's the way it goes. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think my wife knew what she was signing on for either. Well, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's retail, you know, right. it's, it's the public and, 
And I remember uh, I, at some point in time, I said, I can't do this being on the road stuff anymore. I, you know, I got engaged to Angela and said, well, I got to settle down. I opened up a studio down in Longworth Hall. It was a pre-production room uh, for uh, Legend or Lagoza at the time. And they would use it and I would use it. And then uh, Jeff and Elliot got signed with Blessed Union. They would, they would do some pre-production there and whatnot. And it was a fun thing. Um, got out of that and uh, I got started working at Buddy Rogers Music. I was working uh, down in Florence, of all places, down on Main Street, next to String Bean Restaurant down there. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. And my first uh, six months, I didn't sell anything. I was scared to talk to anybody. It was very similar to my first six months. It was, <laughs> without all the drama. But the uh, <laughs> no, Nobody ever accused you of not calling it like you see it, that's no, for sure. No, no, you know. <laughs> But, you know, that's what we have. That's what we get. That's what happens. And, um, you don't get the genius without the drama. No, you don't. Um, but, yeah, you know, working down there for a few months. And then I was approached by uh, Denny Haglin, an arch rival, a former Buddy Rogers exec, uh, to say, hey, will you come work for me? And I said, well, I don't like working down here in Florence. So I went and started working for Denny. And I worked there for a couple of years, learned out a lot about how not to do things. You and know, so you left Buddy Rogers at that point and went mm-hmm. to Denny Haglin for a while. Yeah, okay. worked down in Covington. Um, he made me the manager of a couple different stores and would travel around a little bit. And then, uh, you know, living there for a while, me and Mike Tacalvi, uh, name dropping again. Oh, PBA. wow. We yeah, worked so together there for years. Used to sit out on the uh, street and play for the hookers. It was uh, it was something to do, you know. Which is something we've tried to implement here at Third Rock, but it's not, uh, it doesn't <laughs> have the same. It's no, not taking off. No, Anderson, Anderson Township's got a much different vibe <laughs> than, than Covington back but in no the drama. early 90s. <laughs> yeah, there was drama down there, believe yeah. me. Especially with Denny, but anyway, well, you worked for Dave Miller then. Uh, no, that was Denny, and then uh, oh, then gotcha, uh, Ken Sargent from Buddy Rogers. My sister was working at Buddy Rogers, Laura, and I said, "Well, we need somebody to help with the keyboard department." And uh, talked to Ken, uh, talked to Dave again, and then switched and went back to uh, Buddy Rogers and kind of uh, took over when Denny Ferris left uh, the keyboard, all the tech stuff, and I did that over at North College Hill for ten years and met Tony. Uh, we worked together. We used to carpool together from the east side of town and over to North College Hill. You and Tony carpooled together? Yeah. Okay. Dangerous if I wasn't yeah. driving. Cause, uh, <laughs> carpool you know, karaoke? No, you there wasn't any carpool karaoke. Uh, there was more of, uh, please don't fall asleep, Tony, at the wheel. Mm. Nine o'clock at night, and I would, hey, wake up. We're going off the road. And it, but Tony had a much longer drive than I did. Uh, he did, yeah. He was living in Mount Orb at the time. and, and His, his drive's got longer game. since then, oh, too. Maybe. <laughs> Well, you know. Oh, that's true. He's going but then Tony moved over to the uh, Montgomery store uh, when they opened that up, and I moved uh, to the Beachmont store when they built a new store. I, I held my hand and said, hey, I want to go over there and bring the high-tech department with me. And so we did that, and a new store out down the Beachmont Avenue. They tore the old one down, built a new one. And I was there for 14 years, 1999 when they opened that. So, yeah, by that, by that time, I'd been into business for 20, 24, 25 years selling combo gear. So how long did you work at, uh, how long were you affiliated with Buddy Rogers Music? 25. 25, 25 26 years. And yeah. how long was Tony with Buddy Rogers? Oh, probably more like 35. So you guys had made a life, a career of, of selling music equipment and Absolutely. gear, and you've met every music person in town, all, meet, the, all the musicians. Out of town, in town. Out of town. Yeah, you meet a lot of people that way. You get a lot of good customers and build a lot of great relationships. And you guys made a living doing that. That was how you. That was your bread and butter. Yeah, I mean, Buddy Rogers had it set up where you could make a decent living at it. And it wasn't, no one's getting rich. Right. No one's getting rich here. But, uh, you know. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I, I was told I was going to get rich here. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, uh, so what happened? How did how did Third Rock come to be? I well, know, you know. Yeah, I mean, the two owners of Buddy Rogers uh, over along the partnership kind of dissolved. Uh, one of them was able to buy the other one out and change the rules and said, we're going to get out of combo. We're going to close the stores. So getting out of combo means. Are we no, just going to sell trumpets? No more guitars. Yeah, that's right. Clarinets. And uh, I think we I was offered a job to be a road rep and Tony was offered a job to manage a store. And it's just. That wasn't where our heart was, you know. We selling guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, sound systems. That that was really where our heart was, and we had a lot of customers and a lot of people, very faithful customers. And so we said, well, why don't we just take a chance? And you know, we got enough notice. Um, well, let I, me stop you for a second, if yeah. I can, because Angela Gammon is here, and she was a big part of this. Because at some point, I, I'm imagining you had to go home and you had to say, look, I'm not going to have a job anymore. Yeah. What do I do? What do we do? You guys are frugal people. You're frugal business owners, which is good because you 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 keep it you know focused lean. lean lean. So what was your thought when he when he and, and what did you get a phone call? Did you get a was no, it in he person came or home. they okay. had a meeting? They had a big meeting and they like we got the pink slips. I'm like uh oh, and I said you better um, start looking for a job. And so I think you sent a couple resumes. So we had out. ninety days. Yeah, we had you, ninety days. We you, were sending scary. resumes out. Yeah, but well. um, and then I think the. The more we thought about it, Greg thought you're. You said you're old, and you can't. There's nothing else you. <laughs> yeah, can do I mean, in life. when you like, get close to 45, 50 years old, like, and you've I'm been doing something for the entire time. Is you learn thing. how to do something, you figure it out really well, and it's like, well, and, you, and walking away from all those customers. There are similar stories in other industries. I've met people that have started businesses and say, "Well, I used to be with so and so, but they got out of it." The the printer who used to be in this building before us, Jack was in here yesterday bringing us pictures of the old building and he said he used to work for a printer and then they decided to fold and so he just picked that up from there and very similar uh, for our story. Well we used to have uh, meetings at our kitchen table with Tony and a couple other guys and Greg and I and we would have pizza and we we're like all right how are we going to do this how can we do can we do so this? So at what point did you make a decision to even entertain the idea of starting another company? What, Prob- was, what was prob- the turning point? Probably in, uh, well, I mean, it was like a week after we were let go. We just say, you know, we got to try this. I don't know where we're going to be, you know. And I, I just knew that from Buddy Rogers, real estate had to be involved in it because if, you know, a bank's, they really don't want to talk to you and they don't want to loan you money for guitars, but they will loan you money to buy buildings if you have some money saved Something up. Something to get their money back out of it. That's they need right. To. Yeah, but that was quite a challenge for us to try to even get a loan. We yeah. could not. I think we were turned down seven or eight times. Learning I mean, process. Bank after I bank always find after that bank. fascinating because, you know, a lot of people would have given up after two or three times. Like, look, this at this point, we're wasting our time. I thought that. We would take morning walks. And I said, okay, we got turned down again. Well, and we were already in business, though. So by July well, 1st, we, we made our... You know, a $1,500 investment. We oh, okay. leased a little office space down the street. Tony and I had a folding table mm-hmm. and a computer. No instruments. Our cell phones. No instruments Only at all. Only band accessories. And we had, and, and we had at least uh, three or four other little studios. It was a month-to-month lease down there at Waycross behind Starbucks up, up there in, uh, you know, on Beachmont Avenue. And um, we, we had lessons going on. I hung on to most of the teachers that were at Buddy Rogers. We hung on to most of the students. I kept it going. I told everybody I was going to keep it going, hoping I could. You know, and I, Tony had told me that you guys were going to start a music store, and, and to be honest, I was like, "Wow, you know, that's scary." And I've I've said I this would b- never advise it. I've, yeah, I've said this before. I said you might as well start a pet store or a magic shop or a toy store or a fireworks store or something well, fun because it's such a niche thing. 
and starting a business is scary, uh, let alone it to be like you, like you've said, you know, everybody needs tires. Yeah. Not everybody needs a guitar or strings for in a guitar. our opinion. They do, but not everybody feels they that should. Way. They should. Uh, life would be better if we all played guitar. Yeah. So I imagine you guys had to be, it's scary. That's a scary situation. It was, it was, it was, you probably lost a lot of sleep. Yeah. I mean, we only made a $1,500 investment. We had a month to month lease. We were trying to get financing for the bigger picture. Is that all you invest now is $1,500 a month? That's all. That's <laughs> yeah. That was our initial investment. Yeah. And I wish, and, and then going, going on from there. And all of a sudden our customers started calling us. We opened up the first day. I remember being in my dining room at home in May and our customers are calling us, Hey, I need X, Y, and Z. And I was still working at buddies and I'm, Hey, is it okay if I, you know, like, yeah, they don't, they don't care. They're getting out of it. Um, they needed to order stuff. So we started setting up vendors and, and I, you know, Bob Ripita was the first customer we had down in Maysville called needed some audio technical wireless stuff. And I'm ringing it all up in my dining room. You know, it was, I remember going to see you guys at the old location. Uh, I don't know if that was the first place you were at because you had one office, then you moved a couple offices down. Yeah, here. yeah. Leroy Ellington told right. us about the place over at Waycross, and they had a plenty of space at it the time. It had the stairs up above it. And the yeah, we moved yeah, the uh, one uh, company that did Lego, Legoland blocks. They moved out, and we were able to move into there, and I had bought all of the fixtures from the Beachmont store at Buddy Rogers, all of the little mobiles that you put all the stuff on and chairs and anything that I could get that they were going to throw away. Um and and we moved all that stuff out of my garage and into there and we set up shop and we had a and we got a hold of fender we start carrying a couple guitars we start carrying some some strings and it was scary those moments of placing those orders for thousands of dollars not really knowing where you were going to end up was it was scary because you have to buy that stuff would those vendors work with you did fender work with you absolutely yeah fender was great about just bleeding us in a little by little you didn't need a hundred thousand dollars. i didn't need to place the seventy five thousand dollar order they knew what was coming they saw it and they needed a new customer in town you know they lost a lot of the vendors a lot of the manufacturers lost a big client when buddy rogers folded sure so here we are hey remember us we know you guys you know and slowly but surely uh, they opened up, and we were able to start getting some product. And away from the distributors, we start buying directly from the manufacturers, which we do now in most cases. And it, it just started to bloom. And I got to say, you and Tony had developed such a customer base, thousands. Over, yeah, that that you know that's really what people were, were absolutely people with, were doing with, business with you with, guys. Without the customer base, this would not have been possible. Right. Without so the people loyalty, in this no. in this town, this would not have been possible. I would never advise someone just opening up a music store. Because yeah. if you don't know the people inside the vendors and your customers, it's too niche. It's too small. So if you don't have those relationships already, it would be it would be insane to try to open up a music store from scratch. Absolutely. I remember walking into the second place you guys had, and I, I looked at the pedal counter, and you had Wampler. Yeah. Wampler was one of the first ones. Full Tone. And Boss. And Boss, yeah. You guys probably had 10 pedals. Yeah. And now, to me, I was scared to death. That's way too many pedals. That's a lot, yeah. And I'd walk in the next day, and most of them are still there. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. How are we going to do this? But, you know, saving grace, really, a lot of it, I don't know if a lot of people listening know that I do a lot of audio and video installations. And we, uh, I had uh, McNick High School with their new cafetorium, and I had a couple of other uh, churches that needed some build-outs and needed some new new things. And I was able to get the, you know, vendors to design the systems, and I'd go in and install them. And, and that really helped us get our momentum and get some cash flow going where we could then, you know, continue to buy more stuff and then approach the banks again and say, hey, listen, we're making money. And, you know, just me and Tony, but we're making money and you need to throw some fuel on this fire. Mm-hmm. And that's when then finally Huntington Bank came through and said, yep, 
we'll help you. We like your building, and we like what you've done. And then they finally decided, and we signed our life away. When, when did, uh, Angela, when did you start working here full time? Because I think even when I started it was here, like, I don't know it, if you were It here. was May of like 20, that was 2015 when we started the company. It was about May in 2016, and, and you, you were like putting books on shelves in Kroger's. Yeah, I was working Part-time. another job, right. and then I started working this job. So there was two jobs, and I was a volunteer for at least a year. <laughs> yeah. Still am volunteering. That's what we do here. And we volunteer. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, I remember, 2016. Yeah, and that's when I started. It was 2016 as well. Yeah, I mean, Angela, yeah. I Angela said, can I quit my job? And I was seeing how it was going and how things were you know, coming together. We had the build-out downstairs was done. I said, yeah, we're ready. You can quit your job now, and you can work, you know, officially start working here. So that had to be ex- exciting and scary, but exciting that you were able to do that. Scary, working with your husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a whole 24/7. other thing. 24-7. That's a whole other mm-hmm. hurdle. That's another podcast. That is another podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a whole thing going there. So you bought the building. Yeah, we were able to buy the building. And like I said, banks love real estate. Mm-hmm. So pairing the building with the inventory and getting all the, all the money together to actually build everything out, did it all myself. I would come in early in the morning at, you know, 4 or 5 a.m. I'd work downstairs. We had a st- we put the store upstairs when, the, when Jack vacated and we got all his equipment out. Uh, we set up shop up here, had friends come over and help us, you know, lay carpet squares down and hang some things. We had a couple extra offices to do lessons with. We held on to a couple of studios at Waycross because we didn't have any place for that them. Makes sense, yeah. We had the drum studio down there and a couple other things. I'm sure they love that. Um, but we were up here. We still had the leases down there. And uh, when we finally were able to finish the build out downstairs and got all the inspections done and we decided, you know, we opened up and. And then we came back up here and built out, you know, a couple more things, a couple more lesson rooms. And, you know, and that was that was when we kind of really became third rock music. That's awesome. And I was, I was going to say, you know, I remember because I, I was a customer before I worked here and I remember shopping upstairs and uh, the customers here are relentless. Like they'll follow you. Like, hey, we're upstairs this this month. Yeah. And next month we're gonna be downstairs gonna somewhere be downstairs, cooler. Yeah. Sometimes we're outside. And I still there's customers that still come and say, I remember when you guys yeah. were upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's neat because you get to be like family. You see a lot of the same people walking in. We have a huge lesson program here. Yeah. And uh I think how many students do we have now? Is 145. 145. Yeah. This is the highest we've ever had. Yeah, right? That's as high as we've ever had. Yeah, we've got good teachers here. Good teachers. The teachers have all pretty much for the most part stayed. Yeah. Um, the majority of them. Christian, freak base. Um, our lesson Grace. programs growing. I was going to interject that too. We're talking about lessons. You know, we are experiencing some growth here. Um, I don't know what the best way is to segue to that, but so let, let's let's let me start over. I'm ADD and out a little bit, but we in 2000 and, and you know we opened the doors 2016 here as mm-hmm. they see it. Yeah. With the downstairs and the and there's a, a fountain and a rock wall and the yeah. And uh, I I was working here part time. I think I was getting 12 hours a week or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was Ubering. Yeah. Yeah, and, oh yeah, but the good thing about that was, is Tony could call like, "Hey, uh, we got a busy one today. Can you come yeah, in?" I'm like, "I'm like at the airport. I'll be right there." Yeah. You know? And uh, I remember my first job here was uh, when we were doing that downstairs. Is I was, um, you know, uh, taking apart the ark, which was uh, yeah, the thing that I built. You built to put all the all the inventory on while we rolled it around. Well, yeah, if you know Greg Gammon, you learn that everything in his life is mobile. Everything's on wheels. <laughs> it's got to have wheels. It's uh, everything can be changed overnight. It could look completely different. <laughs> So I just, I just, you know, I remember keeping the nails and, and, and everything. I don't know if I kept the nails. I kept all the wood. Yeah, and well, then, yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff that we got to build out down there, and I think it's fascinating how we were able to scrap and scrounge for most of the materials, the acoustic room, um, that the, the glass. I mean, I had a lead on that glass when Mercy Healthplex got rid of one of their uh, racquetball studios 
we're, we're going to put a yoga room in and they wanted me to give them a little sound system for that room with some zen music and I, I, I walked over there and was with the with the with Pam and I'm looking up this big glass wall and I'm like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> and Pam's like, well, I don't know. I said, well, can, can I have it? She goes, well, maybe we can work something out. And we were able to barter a little bit for the, all the glass. The glass would have been so expensive to, to get. The problem was each one of those pieces weighed 380 pounds and it took five of us to, to get them into place and, and, and a glass guy to help us with all the suction cup tools and and knowledge on helping us just kind of put them in place. Um, but that, um, the rock wall obviously is not real walk, rock. Um, the, uh, you know, we did a lot of auctions. Yeah. A lot good of online auctions. Buy a lot of things fast used. Fast track Repurpose, recycle, tables, reuse. Yeah, the, the walnut floors, the, the tile in the bathrooms. You know, we paid a penny, a penny for a sink, eight bucks for a toilet, you know. And the stuff may have been a little bit weird, but we were able to use it and correct it and fix it in a way that and it all worked for us. And we've been very blessed in that. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, the doors, the front doors, they're from, they're from Fridays, Fridays in Anderson. Yeah. When they tore that down, we were able to scavenge those doors up yeah, and reuse them. That's your, huge. Your and, and drumstick. Until Tony breaks them and then we have to fix them again. But your drumstick. Yeah. The drumstick holder came from... Um, uh, the ridges the ridges asylum out in athens ohio they it was an insane asylum and then the rose apothecary yeah yeah, yeah. the apothecary oh. that we pulled the uh, drawers out for all the parts and pieces for the guitar service that area was dayton i think yeah. we went to dayton for that one yeah we did yeah i think that was after me i remember you bringing that in yeah, yeah. we just kept bringing more stuff in the ottomans and everything that we have down there we bought found on online just went out and got it and brought it back it's got to do that sometimes piece. yeah i mean you just there's just so, a, you know you just can't go crazy we're frugal backtracking a little bit you know this was originally a beverage king drive through this was a beverage back in the 70s single story tony actually to... remembers driving through here you know that's the i seen the pictures of it today yeah. we're gonna have pictures up here people can come in and see them i think he met one of his wives here i think there's, there's, <laughs> she was working uh the brief wives yeah <laughs> all these podcast ideas i have now have yeah. we do have one with tony to, to talk about relationship advice and stuff like that Oh, yeah. How to get through it. So it was a Beverage King drive through It was a single story. Yeah. And then Jack was, bought the building. And then Jack bought the building. And became Uniprint. Uh, put a roof. Became Uniprint. He put a second Sexual. story on it. And we've got, we're going to have, he's, he dropped off some pictures. So mm-hmm. when we do our uh, our open house here coming up in a, in a month or so for the new upstairs remodel that we've been working on, we're going to have pictures of where you can see the building and all the different uh, phases from when it was a drive through to like yeah a like a timeline and then when jack got out we got in and the things that we've done to the building and we're not done we've got a lot of stuff to do but yeah the new media room up here that we're building right now yeah that's is, super exciting works if you've been to third rock music center recently at all you'll see signs up that say you know please excuse our mess, <laughs> mess. we're growing and um so we started the first thing was if I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, we we added a couple of lessons to use, right? Yeah, was added, that the first yeah. step? To Went that? from five to seven, mm-hmm. so now we have seven studios. Yep. Added yeah. added a few more electronic drums instructors. now, so it's not. That was the other thing we we did away with the live drums for yeah. sound. It was that was silly up there and kind of kind of embarrassing when walking out in the lesson area and seeing people in the waiting room just holding their ears. And again, our customers were very patient. I don't think anybody <laughs> really complained. But after the fact, they were like, you know what? It's so much nicer. <laughs> And I think the kids, you know, the kids and people taking lessons here, kids and adults alike, they like it. I mean, electronic drums are cool. Yeah. And uh, you can actually experience those and then, and then buy a set if you want. Yeah, we've got them set up. So anytime it's not being used, you can come up and check them out. Yeah. So we are experiencing a lot of growth here. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, we, uh, you added the, you added the lesson studios. We do have a media center. We're actually. We're almost done with that. We're, we're actually in the we're first in, little we're room, in the first room, of room of it now. Of it. Yeah. First time. 
we've um we found that taking our own photographs and and doing our own videos and things like that were uh, a, a way to do it not only because it was a little more inexpensive but we had kind of our artistic integrity with that as well we could mm -hmm. keep control of that a little bit it was yeah, easier you for wanna, us to you say you want to portray the brand yeah we want these colors and we want this look and we want to have this kind of humor and things like that so there is a media center here now um, i was going to have angela tell us wh what's some of the stuff that we're planning on doing with the media center uh, with the events and, and things we're doing. And we've done a lot of great events in the past, but we're just going to be able to do them on a bigger scale now in different think locations so. in the store. I think the thing I'm most excited about is the podcast, which this is our third episode in inaugural podcast upstairs in our multimedia center. So that's pretty cool. And I think we wanted to create a drop-in podcast studio for the public. Maybe have it all set up and people could come in here and yeah, rent bring it. Bring your SD card. And, mm -hmm. Well, I'm not going to rent them. We're going to let them do it for free for now. Well, I mean, but they'd have to sign up for like, yeah, yeah, maybe an up. hour. Let us know you're coming. Right, right. <laughs> maybe think, maybe let people know during the podcast where you did it at. That would yeah. be good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, we insist. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be, that'll be um, pretty good. Mm -hmm. And we talked about the lesson studios that we've gone from five to seven. 145 students. Yeah, we do a guitar, drums, bass, vocals, ukulele, woodwind, brass, mm -hmm. piano, mm -hmm. and theory lessons. I know there's songwriting lessons available. Yeah. I think we wanted to uh, utilize this upstairs, too, with, like, group lessons and master classes. We've got a larger space. We had a – we had yes. this, the, the building came with a tenant, this uh, heretic salon, and they finally were able to find another place. And we've, we've come in and, and kind of painted and, 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 and thrown some carpet down and got rid of all of the hair, hair stuff and the smell. No more uh, hairspray. No more <laughs> hairspray. You know, so it smells solution. like a permanent wave. It was so convenient to get your fade fixed up, though, when you were downstairs and you needed something <laughs> quick. So they'd go oh, upstairs. Yeah, go upstairs, take a big whiff. and, and yeah. <laughs> That's a different kind of fade. Oh, <sighs> my gosh. I'm ready now. <laughs> You're ready now. Oh. Ready to face the so world. That, but that's all gone. And, uh, you know, now we have to brand it and put, you know, we're putting up another rock wall and some cool blue lighting. And When can people, uh, roughly, we won't uh, we're probably in about, Well, I mean, this should be up, up and they can come in and check it out in a couple of weeks. I like that Angela's looking over at you like, I want to hear the answer to this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I mean, rolling my I mean, eyes we, like, what? You know, we got to clean the floors and put some leveler down. And there's, there's you know, and then we'll put no. the carpet. Once we, we've done the paint, we've done the painting. The rock wall's ready. Security system's got to be. The TV, the monitor the big, up. Yeah, we got a big monitor for doing presentations. And so if you want to do some sort of presentation for a community or whatever you're into, we'll have a space for you to come do that, which is fun. Concerts. I think we're going to have an open house, aren't we? Like a. Um, yeah type thing yeah we should have a end no. of april maybe yeah well it'll it, it'll have some clever name like open house of Geddon or something i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> no third rock music phase two o open pod open pod open pod yeah we're gonna have a mobile uh podcaster like a podcast it's like a it's a station <laughs> that we can move around to mm -hmm. do the podcast on it's like stratocaster telecaster podcaster podcaster yeah yeah so that's gonna ryan's cool. gonna make a neck for it he's got to make a neck for it so that's something to grab onto it's a great idea don't worry we're gonna fall and that's the other thing is we've increased, you know, we've got a couple, um, we, you know, Dave's doing setups downstairs. We've got an on-site luthier now doing a lot of the, uh, a yeah. lot of the repairs, electronic as far as like guitars and pickups and stuff, pickup swaps and things like that. Um, I, you know, I'm super proud to work for the company because of the, of the growth that it's made. And I feel like we're a cutting edge company. We still have, you know, we're a independently owned and operated company. We know most of our customers' names and mom and pop, mom and pop. That's right. Where do you see third rock music center? Three years from now. Well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna increase our online engagement. I think that's that's important. We've been pretty good at doing the social media now with 
you know, the humor that we inject in just about everything that we try to do. And now that we have this production room for taking better quality photographs of the products. Lee Dixon. <laughs> yeah, Lee Dixon focused and then had give him a place that where he's not distracted, where he can work his magic and uh, and have the room to do that in as well. Um, yeah, it's, you know, and, and a new some more storage up here for, for consignments and, you know, all, all the stuff that we put out online. Uh, well, it, just make it better and always trying to get better. Um, and I want to open it up to the community too. I mean, maybe people can use this upstairs. For yeah, something. come here, and take I pictures mean, of stuff, or ah, and that's fine. That's a very good point. We didn't talk about that as much as I we should, and that's the fact that we have been very much. Uh, it's been a very a big necessity for us to be involved with the community. We've been blessed by the community. That's exactly right. We've and always wanted to give back. Angela's a big pr- component proponent of that. What's the right word? Proponent. Advocate. Proponent? Advocate. Advocate. And you've kind of, um, we've done, a, we've did a lot of, done, did, see now, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, we did a lot of events here that <laughs> involved the have. community. Yeah, we've done a lot of fundraising. We've done a lot of charity uh, stuff. Music with a Mission is a big thing we do here each year. Every year. And yes. It's getting bigger and bigger. Every time we pick somebody else, it's, we just do more and more for them every we year. We recently did the NAMI event. I'm super proud about that. I think, you know, that was, like you just said, we, every year we're getting a little bit better and more um, effective getting the word out and raising money. And that was a super big event for us. So that was, I was very proud about that. So now we have to find a new New nonprofit for this year. Well, we've got the new alliance with the Cincinnati Music, Music Accelerators. Accelerators. Kick, Lee, yeah. Kick Lee name dropping again. That's right. He's everywhere. How do they find Kick Lee? When, um, I think Kick Lee. Well, no, I saw him on. I saw <laughs> him on TV. You don't find Kick Lee. He, he was finds on, you. He's, yeah. Or I don't you know if he has time to find you anymore. I saw That's him on true. TV doing an interview on Sunday morning before church, and I was listening to this guy talking about how he wants to make busking a real business, mm-hmm. and I he just, is ending start ending. And starving artist. That's his hashtag. Yeah, and starving artist. So we, I saw him do an interview on Channel Twelve, and I was it's like, we, we, we need. I'm pointing at the TV, mm-hmm. yelling across the house. You know, we we need to get a hold of this guy. We need to become part of that. He's a sharp guy too. He really very is. very sharp guy. I always, I wish I was Kickley. I know. That's I. I go home a lot. And I'm like, Jess, if I could be anybody, it'd be Kickley. <laughs> she's like, Yeah, I know. I wish that too. I'm like, Wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we attended his grand opening for That's right. his, um, gosh, when was that? January, maybe? Yeah. January? That was super cool. It was really cool. Super cool. And then after that, he like exploded. And I then we had like, some pizza that was just okay. Yeah. Where? Yeah. I don't even remember we where that was. The corner. But he's opening up a studio in Northside. So we, uh, that's getting close We're to be being a part of that. Be a part of that. Um, Hopefully, we'll have him out here for the uh, f- our five-year celebration. Yes. Coming up in oh, the yes. summertime. July. July, we will be five years old. Yeah, we're going to have a big Birthday event, bash. Big birthday bash and music outside, inside, and food and drinks and whatever else. That sounds fun. Do. I like it. We've got Ampstock coming up as well um, the last Saturday of this month. I think it's the 28th. Yep. And we've got, we're going to be giving away an amp or two. We're giving away a Fender amp. We're giving away a Fender Pro Junior amp in fawn color, which is uh, not available typically. It will be available for free. For free. All you got to do is be here at 4 o'clock, like mm-hmm. us on social media. I feel like you're not all liking us on social media, but I trust that you're going to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> like us. Share us. Yeah. Give we us a reason. We need to get the word out. We still, every single day. We well, get people coming in here. Every day. I didn't know you were here. So we need that. We need your help. Our, our, our marketing budget is, is zero. Well, right. whatever's in my pocket. We did add a sign out front to be a little more clear about what it is we do here. <laughs> if you drive People down, people come miles. in and go, I thought you just did lessons. Yeah, we but apparently no you idea. sell guitars. We had no idea. So we had, when, the hair, when the hair salon moved out, 
was the 75 bucks a big sticker that's right we sell guitars yeah. that's it's a guitar store that's exactly right yeah so i'm sure we'll do more of these podcasts and dive into the uh the individual parts of, of how this all came about but i think i think it's fascinating i think you guys have done an amazing job not just because i have a place to work that's a big part of it <laughs> but it's the coolest job in the world and uh i've got to I, you know i've got to go to nashville a couple of times i've went to california a couple of times I've got to meet some awesome reps, met some awesome pedal makers, you know, Brian Wampler, Robert Keeley, people like that. Um, it's It's been a blessing for sure. And I think that it's it's been really great for everybody in the community. And I know, you know, you guys could say it better than me, but we're just just, we're starting. just starting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, is there anything else you'd like to add to anybody listening to our podcast today on, on about Third Rock Music Center or anything they should know? Well, you know, every, all, all the time we still get people that are buying things online. And I understand we can't we can't get everything, but most of the things we can we can still be as competitive Shop as local. any price out there. And if we don't have it in the store, we can order it for you. That's right. And you get, you know, you get free maintenance for life and everything else with the instrument. And you become part of the family here. And that's really what it's all about. Um, just because you don't see it in the store, we can still probably get you one and get you a fresh one. That's all. And it's going to be all set up for you when you pick it up. So. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to us today, to talk to yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> You saved us from painting. You yeah, did. That's right. We're going to go back painting. to the painting. Yeah, more carpet squares. That's right. That's beautiful. But if you guys get a chance, make sure. Well, check us out online, thirdrockmusiccenter.com, of course. And then uh, you're gonna, we're going to have the uh, kind of grand opening of the of the multimedia center and uh, the Third podcast. Rock, Third, Third Rock Media Center. Third Rock Media, Media Center. That's exactly right. Thank you so much to all of our valuable customers. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. And we're, we're so lucky to have you and blessed to have you. Thanks for listening to Third Pod Music. Until next time. <laughs>